If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Ben Hayes on fire, winnersandwiners.com, 14-3 and three run in MLB. Likes a couple plays today, but uh, really a game stands out with value in Major League Baseball. You can text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. Ben, Willie Mays, Hayes. There you go, winners and winners. All right, let's start this hour, a little NFL. I think Greg Cosell is one of the best guys ever, and uh, he's one of the original, one of the OGs, right, of breaking down film and relaying to people what he sees. Yeah. So this probably, I don't know if this is his opinion, but you heard that uh, he thinks how many quarterbacks are going to go in the first round? So Peter King, and now we're getting close, although you're right, it doesn't feel like it, even though it's in our backyard, just because of the lack of props and uh, Nevada, again, dropping the ball on some of this stuff. But Peter King, Greg Cosell thinks five quarterbacks will go in the first round. Five could go. And he talked to a GM who thinks three will go in the top 20. So every year we do this with the reaching, we need a quarterback and this and that. And my, you know, the picket stuff, the six. Uh, when a mock just dropped. Someone has a quarterback going six. So there was a different one, which I guess you know who it is. Well, hold on. Did he, did he throw out the, the teams in the top 20? He did not. I'm guess, So Carolina at six would make sense, I guess. But Seahawks he didn't have be, that. He didn't he have, I don't he think he had that. He had, uh, Seattle, he had Atlanta Seattle, taking Willis, I believe. Atlanta, Seattle would be in play. Yeah. Maybe Washington. How about Pittsburgh at right. 20? So the prop is out there again. 
over two and a half, and it, you you can lay two twenty. I mean, to me, it's just. Oh, the other one is he said uh, three in the top twenty. Ritter was one of them. Oh my, that's what one GM said. Yeah. So this is now this is getting nuts. So we're really going to have, and again, props are out there for quarterbacks taking two and a well, half, three, three and a half with various juice. I'm, I'm, we're going to get four. I can tell you. five. Uh, we, we should, we're going to get four. It's going to happen, guys. What are we doing it's here? It's going to happen. Willis, I mentioned, I mean Ritter. I'm saying you're hearing Ritter top twenty, top twenty five. If that, I mean, we're going to get four. I, I mean, I'm looking at the name. They had just had him on the screen. Willis, Pickett, Corral, Howell, Ritter. You're telling me that we're going to live. In an age where all five of those quarterbacks are to go in the first round, what are these teams doing? I don't know. I mean, I know he had a great workout and maybe the athletic ability, and, and we wowed some people. But I will say this: against the two ranked teams he played, Coastal Carolina and Old Miss, Willis had zero touchdowns and five interceptions. So, do with that what you want to. It, it's. Uh, I, I can tell the other you right thing now. is uh, there was good stuff too about, and several people have said this. How in the world do you take uh, uh, Pickett if you're Carolina at six and you look around and say, my God, uh, uh, Darnold's a better option when you look at arm strength and the intangible Might actually be better. Are they right? Yeah, you don't want to take a guy at number six at the same position of Sam Darnold, and Darnold might be better. That might be considered or, a humongous mistake. And it shouldn't be close. Right. Okay, so yeah. I got to tell you, if all five, nothing against these players individually. I, I hope they all turn out and play well. But I don't buy any of them. Uh, maybe Willis can play, but there's a good chance here that if they go in the first round, all these teams that take them in two, three years, they're going to have to do it all over again. I don't see it with Ritter. I don't that, see it. That with, I don't see. I, 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 if you say right now, who would be the best? I'd say Corral. But it's, yeah, there's a, again, you, you just, no one knows anything. It's a 50 50 shot. Someone's going to, several guys will be a bust and some people will be a surprise. You know? Well, okay, what I, what I would really like to do, and I prom- this would be me betting with my heart, which is not a good idea, but I'd like to see four and a half eventually and see what the juice on that would be. I mean, if, if this picks up so much steam, in fact, I'd look at maybe even playing four under, but if you can find like a, a nice plus price eventually, if there's so much steam on the quarterbacks to go over, go the other I, way and go yeah. under. How they... they Coach Sell's not the only guy to say that. I know. You said that you were disgusting. Yeah, five. Five in the first round. No, he's like the second guy now that I've heard say Mm -hmm. that. Okay. Uh, Uh, What else are you hearing or reading? Okay. There's some pushback on, uh, on, uh, I'm blanking on a kid's name, Uh, second overall. Uh, Trayvon Walker? There's pushback on on Walker now, too, about, hey, let's let's slow down with this. Maybe that could open the door for Thibodeau. Sauce says he's the best player in the draft. I mentioned that one mock I saw where Sauce could go three to Houston. If you, that's nine to one at William Hill. Okay. Would he go third overall? No, here, so I'm, no, he's also minus three fifty to be the first corner selected. And keep in mind, the Texans do have two what top ten picks. They're picking third, and the other one is uh, is it number? I'm blanking. Is it ten or eleven? They're picking like the Jets are ten. Yeah, so they're number eleven. They're yeah. three and eleven. So they can, in theory, get a cornerback at number eleven. Then if they don't take one at number three, but this is a, a note that you might want to file away. Uh, speaking at a press conference, Lovey Smith noted Houston's play at cornerback. This last year, quote, was not good enough. We can't play the type of football that we want to play until we get better at cornerback. Uh, I will say that. I bet, uh, again, total flyer. I said this on Monday. I don't expect it to win. I don't advise you betting this. But I did bet Stingley to go number three overall at 100 to one. Really? Yeah. Would you take a little sauce? You didn't take sauce? I'd take a little hot sauce there. Well, you got to bet sauce then if you think that's with that quote. That's a good quote. 
I yeah, it is. He's nine to one. Take sauce. Is he is he nine to one right now? Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I, by the way, do you, you want me? Okay, I'll bet it. I'll bet it. I will bet it. That's um, what I like. I'm, I'm going to get buried in the draft. I've already given away a couple thousand on the first pick in the draft. I'm going to get buried. No, I already. It's Uh-oh. no good. It's off to a bad start for me already. Are we sure Willis is the first quarterback off the board? No, he's not 180. positive. I, that's another one. Uh, I'm seeing as high as 260. Yeah. God. So, do you want Mel Kuyper's mock draft? That dropped earlier today, or yeah. are we just gonna, you know, well, print this I, out? I was, I was looking forward to it until it's like now here we go with the clicks. Okay, just so, so uh, some of it's so outlandish. I, I, I what you said during. Tell the me break. when to stop. <laughs> uh, he has Hutchinson going number one overall. I've heard enough. Okay, right, we're done. Been talking about. <laughs> he has Sauce Gardner number two to the Lions. Oh God. He that's fourteen to one right now in some spots. Gardner number two. Are we getting a little nuts at this point? Yeah. They just took Okuda not that long ago, yeah. number three. He's played in 10 games in two seasons. They want to take another cornerback, number two this year? Or is this now all for clicks? Are we getting carried away here with the craziness? He's got Trayvon Walker, number three, to the Texans. That's plus 550 from what I'm looking at right now. Mm. Thibodeau, number four to the Jets. That makes some sense. Yeah. Ekwanu, offensive lineman to the Giants at number five. I'll give you the top ten. He's got Willis going number six of the Panthers. Really? There it is. He has Wilson, the first oh. wide receiver off the board. By the way, you can bet that. I want to see uh, locally here at Station Casinos, I believe they have landing spots for players like Willis and Pickett. I'll find that uh, at some point here. Uh, t- yeah, okay, here you yeah, go. Yeah. Team to draft Malik Willis. Panthers are the shortest shot at plus 350. They are. Yeah. What's Atlanta? Plus 450. It goes Panthers, Lions, Steelers, Falcons, Seahawks. You can't oh. take that guy at two. You can't. That That's crazy. Which one? Willis or Gardner? Willis. Can they take Gardner? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They also took wide receivers every year, too, with Matt Mellon. I mean, I don't know. He's got uh, the Giants taking Jermaine Johnson, number seven. The Falcons taking Garrett Wilson, number eight. So that would be Wilson, first wide receiver yep. to go. But I think he's, uh, what, even money or so? Plus Ev- 130. So. Okay. Evan Neal, ninth to the Seahawks. And Drake London, number 10 to the Jets. So there's his top 10. I don't know. I mean, that's the first time I've seen Ahmad Gardner going number two overall in the draft. I mean, that's good. Come on. Where's Stingley going? Uh, 12 to the Vikings. He's got Kyle Hamilton following 11. So that's out of the top 10 for Hamilton to Washington. How many quarterbacks? He's got Charles Cross going 13th overall. Man, I've seen him as high as six in a bunch of spots. Uh So, uh, other... Sorry, but that's like where I'm at with Thibodeau. I've seen Thibodeau second. I've seen Thibodeau like eight, nine. Yep. And then the the prop last week was like five and a half over heavily juiced. All right, so Mel Kuyper has Willis, number six to the Panthers. He's got Pickett, number 20 to the Steelers. That's two. Uh, I'm going down right now in the draft. And that's it. He only has two quarterbacks going. And then he's got a, it's actually a two-round mock draft. He's got Brees Hall going number 38 overall to the Jets in the second round. Desmond Ritter, 40th to the Seahawks. Yeah, I did see... uh, yeah, a nice plus price. Will a wide receiver, excuse me, will a running back go in the first round? 
And first running back drafted, Hall minus 275, as okay. we said yesterday. That's okay. Look, I mean, again, take this for what it's worth. He has Matt Corral going, going 49th to the Saints. That's Now we're getting mid to late second round at that point. And I have yet, who's the fifth quarterback that I haven't even mentioned yet? Howell? I haven't even seen him. I'm at pick number 59 already. I keep going, scrolling down here. Uh, I did not, I'll search his name. I didn't oh. see Howell going anywhere. Craziness, man. I'll take the guys that, uh, like Cosell and the other guy, said five could go. Yeah, he doesn't have Howell in the three. first two rounds. In, in the GM, yeah. GM three in the top 20. That'd be other landing spot, by the way, Pittsburgh. Right, and Probably that's Atlanta, Carolina, Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, Sauce Gardner to go top ten is like minus five dollars. Oh, there's no chance he gets past the Jets at ten. I can't imagine him. There's sliding. no way. Yes, I, in fact, yes. that's what, if you can parlay this stuff at sports books wherever you're at. I'd like to. I'd like to really get down on parlays like that. I would put Gardner on. A, I. That would be a massive drop. We're talking about. The likes of which we have rarely seen. If Gardner doesn't go in the top ten, yeah, I would parlay him with some other stuff if that's possible. But I don't know how many books will allow parlaying to happen. Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow, you can barely even tell here in Las Vegas where it's at. Don't even know. Don't really even know that the draft is going to be around the corner. Uh, it's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will recap last night's betting action, line moves, the upsets that came in. And some of the bad beats across the board as well in Win Some, Lose Some on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, with the big comeback last night, the T-Wolves move on to the playoffs. They were plus 650 before the season, and they'll meet the two-seed Memphis down 10 with eight minutes. They come back to win and cover. Missed all, they also missed 14 free throws last night. Yikes. Sabres plus 340. There you go. There's your big favorite that blew the parlay. 5-2. Not even close. Buffalo takes them. I what reverse puck line was. My God. MLB favorites last night, 12-2 and two straight up. It was one pick em. Giants plus 110 went off the favorite. Routed the Padres. Darvish gave up nine runs. I'm like, he's still in there? Out of the gates. They've got six in the first. They brought him out for the second. Yep. Oh, Mariners, White Sox under 10, bet down to nine. They knew what they were doing. 3-2 final. Seattle scuffling right now offensively. Nets, Cavs under. 230 down at 226. 115 to 108. Oh, the Champions League drama yesterday. Villarreal and Bayern Munich. Villarreal to advance was 6-1. to one. Draw yesterday was 6-1. to one. They scored in the 88th minute. They move on to the semis. 1-1. Bayern Munich, one goal in two wow. matches. Can't believe it. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com for our radio and podcast friends. Dan will have this up later at Pauly Does Vegas on Instagram. Back to back with them, please, Dan. This is great. Look at the dog. Comes out of the pond here. And jumping up. I go back on the hill here, yeah. Take a look at it. What am I going to do? And good call by you. He's going for the branch. Looking up. See the branch? Cannonball! He misses it, Ooh. and then it's right in there. And then just rinse and repeat. Serious yeah. hang time from the big. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Almost got it. Almost. Yep. What does he get Going within? On. Probably like three inches. Yeah. Let's see here. One more time. Yeah. Hey, it's I mean, I just thought he was just going <laughs> to well, jump it in. You yeah. can tell when like his yeah. butt. Yeah. And this is good. Now, this guy does this every day. He's telling why is the dog going in the trunk? I didn't know what the hell was going to go on right. here. And then why are the owners shutting the trunk? He does this every day. He gets in, looks around. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Start the car. 
I'm ready to go on a drive. And then peekaboo, and he comes in the other side, realizes, and he sits right. his head down, and I love it, right? Nice and comfy. Uh-huh. Yeah. How are your dogs in the car? Uh, Hit or miss? Yes, Depends absolutely. what's going on? Yes. Someone walking them? or what? Yeah, that is a great video. That is awesome. Look at that. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Up on my back. This is Edwards last night with the team. I got you. Little sleddy has got the well, cat pulling the cat uh, in the snow. This is where it all like, started, right? Got a smile on his face looking back. You okay, guy? You all right? I got you. Like five years ago yeah, on the show. That's how it with started. With the random dog videos in the snow. Right. Yeah. Jumping on sleds, going down mountains. Yeah, on their own. Like the one the French bulldog knocking the human <laughs> down and grabbing, <laughs> grabbing the sled. That's a great video. That's an all-timer. Chris in New Hampshire. He was way follow the money army. He he was a big hit. Look, he's at thirteen under Saturday in MLB, five to win twenty two thousand. Catch me outside. How about that? Yep. Look at that. All unders and unders went fourteen and one that day, and he avoided the Cubs game, which again is easy to do because it was in Wrigley, so they didn't have a total up on it early. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, that's great. Lose some the Nets again, two and twenty three run. ATS is a home favorite. Up twenty early didn't matter. Cavs came all the way back. Made it a game and got the money, right? Also lose some. Last night at the Timberwolves game. If if that was Gorilla Glue, that game is postponed. That Gorilla Glue, glue is something. She, she glued herself to the floor. Animal protest came out there in the second quarter. And then it coincided with a big T-Wolves run. Came like checking on her. Hey, you okay? I mean, can you imagine? Like, what? Get a load of this. She glued herself to the floor. Well, okay. First of all, on the broadcast... They had no idea what was happening. Oh, sure. They thought it was a person who fainted, and they're like, wait a second here. No, it's not. And they went to Allie LaForce, who was yeah, awesome. Trying to secure She said, yeah. get a load of this. Yes. She glued herself. I'm like, wait a second here. She glued herself to the floor? Okay. And it took a couple of minutes, but you're exactly right. That Right after that, the Wolves hit him with a big run. Yeah. Took the lead at halftime. How do you handicap that going into the series against Memphis? Sure. <laughs> yep. And, I'll, and look at this. Will this guy play? I mean, it looks like he's ready to go. His game face on? Ben Simmons. Outfit made of lamb. They thought it was leather. They they're like, well, what are you? Wearing? He sh- shows up the the game. Like, what are you wearing? Had the sunglasses on the bench the other day. You know, Ben Simmons gets he's talked about as like he's one of the best players in the NBA, and he has been for years. I just I don't understand this. I really don't. I'm two fifty to beat him in horse. I lay two fifty. Absolutely. You could take. We could take caller number ten right now. They're three dollars to beat them. <laughs> Bad beats. Rangers. Hurricanes under five and a half. Four goals in the third period. The empty netter between your eyes with six seconds left. Sabers. Maple Leafs under seven or six and a half. Four goals in the third period. Forty-two and five overrun third period with the Leafs. And Seattle plus uh, one and a half goals on the puck line. Three-one in the third period. Four unanswered by Calgary. And Calgary covers the puck line. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Here we go. I would say at least, you know, dramatic games last night. Sure, it was fun. Yeah, Nets up by 20 in the first half. I mean, Kyrie is going to miss shots against Boston. I got news for you. Oh, yeah. So when shots are not going in, and even when Durant is going to go for 35. There's no Markinens on the Celtics. Exactly right. You're not going to be able to have Brown and others attack him the entire game, and those lobs to Claxton and others are not going to be available. So, I, I man, they are, again, I, I use the term red flags with the Nets. They are like, I don't know, a team going into March Madness who had super high expectations. 
you want to buy the hype. They have nothing but five-star athletes, right, and blue-chip prospects. But they were a disaster all year long, and people people pick them to go on a deep Final Four run, and they lose in the first run of their second round. And you're like, ah, man, should have seen it coming. Yeah, that's exactly what the Nets are going to be. And mm-hmm. I cannot believe they opened up as a favorite in, in several spots oh, last yeah. night in the series against Boston. Yeah. You guys have the Barkley? We, I thought Barkley was great on that side. Here, here's Barkley after the game, and the Nets got the win, and they were kicking around the Boston-Brooklyn series. Kevin Durant was fabulous with, uh, with his pass and his defense. Kyrie was great. but they Made uh, his first 12 shots. Yeah, but other than that, 34. Uh, I know they can't beat the Celtics now. Everybody, all these fools on these other morning talk shows can let this ship sail. Both of those guys played great, great, and they barely beat a mediocre Cav team. I totally agree. I don't want to be on the same side as him. Well, but, uh, that's okay, but st- but still, they they the Cavs were shooting forty percent, had fourteen turnovers at the time. Kyrie's going off, Katie's playing well. You get that performance out of Brown and Drummond, and it's a six point game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's he's right. That's not it's a good story, but between all the injuries and they're still a young team, other than Kevin Love, that's that's an average at best Cleveland team. I, I yes. Now here's the thing, right? I like the Celtics. A lot in this series. I do have them at 18-1 to to win the East. I was going to unload last night if they were plus 115 here in town, but they never were plus 115. And so there's a big difference here of betting plus 115 and laying minus 150. I'm not going to lay minus 150 now when plus 115 was available for probably 8-10 minutes last night across the country, but not here. I'm I'm comfy with my 18-1. to I would have added more is what I'm saying to my 18-1 to to win the East. But at this, at this point now, I'm good. I'll sit back and watch him win in, in six games. Yeah. These matchups tonight, I mean, they could be high-scoring high, high, uh, high games, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it's a 9 and a 10 seed. And at least, I mean, look at the West. 34 and 48 against 36 and 46. Yikes. New Orleans started the season 1 and 12. Huh. And Ingram missed 27 games. And then you a perfect storm. You have a GM on the hot seat, so he goes out and gets McCollum, and then... Uh, we'll, we'll see if yeah. I, I, it, it is strange, though, that the Zion steps that dad said you'll see him in the playoffs and then there's no update on what's going to happen. Yeah, nothing. And he will even play Friday uh, but before the game last night. The Clippers were six dollars to make the playoffs. I would like them against the Spurs. Uh, I don't know if I like them against the Pelicans. You know. The Clippers. Yeah, Pelicans have some players. That's a dogfight against the Pelicans. Good year, yes. Okay, I, I, I failed to uh, pay this off earlier in the show, but great numbers again this week in Point Spread Weekly, VEASAN's digital magazine, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So looking at the opening round of these seven-game series that we have, um, you know, the whole, typically for a long time, it was not game two, the bounce back. It was the zigzag in game three when the series would shift locations. But opening game home winners in game two have been excellent. Home teams that won game one of a first-round series are 22-5 and five straight up and 20-7 and seven ATS, 74% since 2016. Again, for, there was a stretch there for, what, three or four years where it was if the team took games one and two at home once they went back and played in the other city for games three and four, like first quarter, first half, full game, they were awesome bets in Game Three. Good angle. Yep. Aaron Running coming up. Get his thoughts on the games tonight and also the series prices. They're they're great all over the place. 
some serious moves, too. Uh, NBA playoff yeah. starts this weekend. Right now, Bet Rivers has an incredible offer. Place a wager of $25 or more on any team to win the finals, and you get a $5 free bet for every playoff series they win. Will we see Milwaukee Phoenix Part 2? We get an upset. You make the call and a, get a free $5 bet when your team wins a series. BetRivers.com. See the current odds to get your free bets. Terms and conditions apply. One of the best in the world. Aaron running on the NBA up next. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. First Bet wants you to get in all the race on the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Time for the NBA with Aaron Running. Top, uh, in my opinion, top NBA handicapper in the world. And we go over the two play-in games and then what he's bet with series prices as well. Uh, okay, so we had a big move here on the Pelicans total, 229 down to 225 and a half, and the Atlanta total is sitting there at 235 and a half. Both games went under yesterday. In all your years doing this, what have you learned when you get from regular season now to playoff time? Yeah, I'm certainly glad to be with you guys, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you could see it you know, pretty much right away last night. I mean, Brooklyn had a 40-point first quarter, but you know, the, the the pace of those games was, was pretty slow. And, you know, quite honestly, the last month here of the NBA regular season, I mean, these games were, were pretty crazy. I mean, high-scoring games, um, surprised by some of the things that went on. So, you know, of course you get a little bit of, of, of change when you get in the playoffs, and certainly I welcome that. I mean, defense was just an afterthought. Uh, again, kind of after the all-star break of the NBA. So you could generally take advantage of it. Um, generally pretty much all on uh, a lot of unders the first weekend, um, which will be the case uh, with New Orleans, San Antonio. Again, a game that got hit. And I would assume, you know, as we get into the first weekend, uh, these totals uh, will continue to kind of get hit pretty good. So that's certainly yeah. something to look for uh, with, with the totals here. Yeah, Four-point move on both totals to the under now. Uh, in these games tonight, you took a little Pelicans. Tell us why. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so mixed up. So I, I've got this game mixed up. I'm on the Spurs. I took the Spurs okay, okay. Plus points. Uh, yeah, let's certainly clarify that. I'm on the underdog here uh, in that in this game. And it got some five and a half. Um, it just actually went to six uh, for a second this morning. And, you know, I... I was on this Pelicans team. I talked about them, I think, on at least one of your guys' show. I had them power rated extremely high. Again, a team that was coming nowhere, uh, making a bid, uh, a bid here to get into the play-in game, uh, et cetera. And they you know, accomplished that goal. So it's always a little bit of an exhale uh, type of deal here for a team like the Pelicans that had to use uh, so much of this team. And you know, they made a great adjustment. They inserted the young guys into the starting lineup, but a couple things for a look into the playoffs, certainly uh, with new Orleans, it's, it's a team that's still kind of finding themselves and coming together. Um, obviously these guys haven't played a lot of basketball, meaningful basketball together. Uh, Ingram's been out uh, with an injury. They bring in CJ McCollum uh, at the uh, trade deadline against some of the younger play uh, players. So in um, the Spurs, you know, this is a very young team. 
but they've been together uh, for a while, obviously led by the great point guard, uh, Murray. So I actually made this game three. Uh, I did give a bit of a coaching advantage here from Popovich to Willie Green. Again, uh, another head coach kind of thrown into the fire. Um, so I, I, I think the Spurs, uh, plus the points, uh, I think it probably goes down to the wire here. Okay. What did you make the Hawks-Hornets point spread? Opened at four, now five and a half, and how would you approach it this morning? Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, no action for me on this game. I, okay. I made uh, I made Atlanta four. Uh, you know, quite honestly, I think Brooklyn did did well to get Cleveland and not draw one of these two teams. I mean, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certainly to me better than Chicago, uh, Cleveland here. But you know, there's a reason why they're here. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of John Collins. Obviously, they're going to be without him. But Charlotte is is <laughs> they're a good team as well. So I don't think that much separates them. I'm a little bit surprised uh, to see the Hawks, um, you know, continue to get bet here. But you know, their home court's been very good. They have the playoff experience to draw back uh, from last year, and and I did make the total uh, even a little bit less than what it is now. But you know, I missed that juicy number early on the opener, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. How about some series that you've played in, in game ones? Uh, yeah, as we move into uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, I know I think we even mentioned this um, in in the last show, Philadelphia and Toronto, and you know, I, hey, I I burned some money trying to bet underdogs in these series over the years. So uh, generally, kind of rule of thumb, you know, if I'm going to take an underdog in a series, you know, I kind of feel like that team's got at least a fifty fifty chance, or or at least uh, maybe not the better team, but you know with the intangibles of chance to win. That's what I see with Toronto uh, and Philadelphia. I go to that series, you know, you you have to bet Toronto uh, in the first game. Uh, You know, I I think this is a pretty big coaching advantage uh, advantage here for Toronto with nurse uh, against rivers. We've seen rivers choke a lot of these playoff series away uh, over the years. I have a lot of respect for nurse thinks he's I think he's great in game at adapting. Uh, some of the defensive adjustments that uh, he can make up. So, you know, again, how do you equate that? But I give Toronto a good three here uh, with the coaching advantage in this game. And so you look at the advantages for Toronto, obviously they're going to have the best player on the court with the indeed. Uh, one thing I've, I'm a little bit concerned about, boy, the Sixers get to the free throw line a ton. Um, you know, saw yeah. that in last night's game with Minnesota, uh, if they got in foul trouble. Toronto, not a lot of depth, uh, so that could hurt them a little bit. They get into uh, into uh, uh, foul trouble. But with that said, I mean, to me, everything else points to the Raptors. You know, Tor- Toronto, very good at getting uh, creating turnovers, getting that transition offense. Key here, Philadelphia will give that up. You know, with Harden running the show at point guard, you know, it would have to drive the coach, the teammates crazy. Barely gets the the ball across the timeline, <laughs> half his possessions, and you know you have to set up against this very good Toronto defense in the half court. Uh, that to me, that's the wrong way to play. Uh, when Embiid goes to the bench, uh, obviously that's great for the Raptors. So, and you know, well, let's see what happens here with the Sixers. Uh, they get hit in the mouth. Who knows what's going to happen with Harden and Rivers? So, sure, uh, boy, if if I didn't bet Toronto in the series and they win. Uh, I'd have to go jump off a bridge or something. So I, I got to play. Uh, I got to play the Raptors in the series. Okay. 
And and the thigh bull business too. I mean that that's well, very huge. important as well. Absolutely. Yep. Kudos to you. You were touting the Celtics when they were the eight or the nine seed at the time, and now they're the two. Have you have you grabbed Boston in the series against the Nets yet? Oh, I mean, I, you know, certainly looking uh, towards that. I see them already taking money. And you know, let's be honest. You know, when I went on the show and talked about that, I mean, they took money in just about every single game they played. Um, you know, since February 1st, uh, this team has been power rated highly by me, uh, power rated highly, uh, by others. So, um, you know, this is going to be a great series. I, I, I just don't understand, uh, why they wanted to go ahead and win and get this two spot. I mean, look, you know, look at this. I mean, you know, the bucks are 12 to one favorite over Chicago. Yeah. Uh, now you get Boston as slight favorite over Brooklyn. I'll, I'll never quite understand. Uh, that, but here we are, and you have to break this down. And um, obviously, what Boston brings to the table defensively, I mean, just super impressive from a numbers perspective. Uh, visually, what they can do to you uh, defensively, uh, I'd certainly still have them a notch better uh, than Brooklyn. I mean, Tatum has improved, and, you know, he hasn't shot the ball all that well, especially from three. Uh, see how that works for him uh, into the playoffs. But you know, Boston, or I'm sorry, Brooklyn might have the edge with the top two players, uh, but Boston, you know, top three players on down, a little better roster. Boy, what a blow uh, as they lose uh, Robert Williams. Oh, boy. You know, really, really great defender. He has improved offensively. And, and what's troubling here for the Celtics is, you know, they just don't have a lot of depth. So when you lose a guy like Robert Williams, just really takes away uh, or else I'd have a really big bet here on Boston to win the series. Uh, instead, it's going to be uh, smallish to medium. Yep. Mm-hmm. ER of like a minute left here. You think Minnesota can give Memphis a series, huh? I really do. And, you know, I, I, I love this Grizzlies team. I made, I made more money off betting the Grizzlies side than probably any other team. But that's understanding that this is a, a really good regular season team. I mean, they can go one through ten. They lose a guy like Ja, they don't miss a beat. In fact, they're probably better uh, with him off the court. But what I've learned again is you get into the playoffs, you got to have guys that can take over games. He's certainly the best guy on the court, uh, the top three guys you look at these teams. And Memphis, you know, I just, I have to lower them from a power rating perspective because, again, you know, your better players play more minutes. Towns plays more minutes. Anthony Edwards plays more minutes. Uh, et cetera, in this series. So, uh, you know, Josh certainly a guy that can take over games, but he gives a, a lot back defensively. Uh, you know, who else offensively can take over games here for the Grizzlies where, you know, T. Wills and Towns was not good last night, but he's very capable. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think one of the more underrated guys in the NBA, he was not talked about, uh, is one of the most improved players. You saw that on display last night. Really, really good. Uh, so I think Minnesota makes this real competitive. Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at ER Sports One. We could talk to you all day. ER, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Uh, have a good weekend. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Best of luck to you tonight as well. And this weekend, we'll tell you what we are betting tonight in In Pocket Plays next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Here we go. Time for in-pocket plays. Yesterday had a fortunate winner. Guardians Reds first five under 4.5 minus 130. Bet it early in the morning. That did move down to 4. If you bet under 4, you got a refund. Uh, because Molly on the mound for the Reds, they actually gave up four runs to the Guardians. But there was an, an error. And so three of them were unearned. And I'm like, here we go. This is going to be a fun loser. 
but Bieber was solid <laughs> through five. Didn't allow anything. It was in the sixth when he gave up some runs. But uh, So that's a winner. Now on the season, a whopping plus .12 units betting baseball for me. Um, today, this is on the move a little bit. I had to pay $1.15. I failed to bet it earlier in the show. Yankees, Blue Jays over eight when it was flat. Um, so now it's actually $1.20 or... It's actually eight and a half now at some spots. It's Brios versus Cole. I'm expecting runs. I don't really trust either one of these pitchers here early on in the season. But I think eight minus 115 is still worth a bet. And uh, tonight on the NBA, I, I like the Spurs. I was going to bet them. ER put me over the top. San Antonio plus five and a half wow. against the Pelicans. All right. I like the Hawks. I bet the Hawks on the money line, but it moved from 185 to 215 while we're on the air. And it's up to five and a half uh, with the point spread. But I think the experience last year will help Atlanta. And uh, being at home and get the win tonight. And I also think they will beat Cleveland then on Friday. A winner with the Astros, Diamondbacks four hits. And raise their average in doing yep, so. To 130. Right. And I got Valdez going today. Same price. I don't get it. You know, Valdez and, and was one of uh, Mike Palm's sneaky bets to win the Cy Young this year. Even at 100. I looked around, found him at 125. There you go. But most books already moved him after one start. Down to like 50 or 65 to 1. Mm-hmm. Right back with the Astros. Diamondbacks can hit. Uh, shop around. You can find this. Over two and a half quarterbacks in the first round. Minus 220 with the juice. You are seeing three over 140. Locally here. Locally, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nets to miss the playoffs. Loser. Plus 440. That blew up with the reversal with the Kyrie news. And uh, Cavs to miss the playoffs. Yes, plus 170. And they will be at home Friday. That's pending, yeah. Yeah, that's pending. I think uh, Atlanta will get them. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. First things first, they have to beat Charlotte tonight in the early game. Total has come down from 239.5 to 235.5. Uh, both teams near the bottom in defense in the regular season. And uh, some good props here. You know, with uh, Trey, 31.5 for points, 42.5 points and assists. Uh, made threes, 25.5 combined. Largest lead, 16.5. Points, rebounds, and assists for ball, 38 and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's not the sexy matchups like last night. Oh, I think these, good, I think, but these, but I think these that be, game is must-watch TV tonight. Well, it could be track meets. It could, could be. Yeah, could be, I'm rooting for it. By the way, so Young only, he he averaged below 21 points per game in the regular season against the Hornets. Held they, him the nine in the last meeting. Did a good job against him, right? Yeah. So, but because of who he is, he is priced at minus 170 to be the leading scorer in the game tonight, which means you can find some pretty decent value on other players. Like, Miles Bridges went off this year, averaging 26 a game against the Hawks. Maybe it's somebody like, look at his points prop, 22 and a half. I'm not, like, if it's Rozier or Bridges at 6 to 1 to be the leading scorer in the game, I'm not going to be surprised. Okay. Yeah. And McCollum is plus 170, shortest shot in the other game. Yeah, that's a good point. Three guys can score on the Hornets. I mean, we wouldn't be surprised if, like, Rozier or Bridges goes off. No, I'm yeah, not going to be at all. Yeah, yeah. And in the other game, a bunch of guys can score for the Pelicans, which means while well, some some guy could break out tonight, like a Keldon Johnson at seven to one, and he could lead. He's got the potential to score like twenty eight tonight and mm-hmm. lead the you know both teams in scoring. He's twenty and a half. McCollum's twenty six and a half. Murray's twenty three and a half. Well, and his points, rebounds, and yeah. assists is in what forty and a half, I believe, tonight. Now Murray averaged a combined nineteen plus rebounds and assists per game against the Pelicans during the regular season. So if he does that tonight, I would expect him to go over his points, rebounds, and assists again tonight. ER brought up a good point on the Nets. They are very fortunate to have faced a um, 
gassed or fatigued Cavaliers team last night, the way it appeared, and not the Hornets or specifically the Hawks. Yeah. I think the Nets yep. would have lost to either one of those teams last night. And they just did in the last meeting. Yep. Yep. And, and Durant and Kyrie went, they both, I think, was it both of them or one of them went off in the game in Atlanta and they still mm-hmm. got routed. Okay. Uh, but he also a good point about you look at the series prices about what what Boston decided to do here and beating Memphis and getting the two. Which yeah, I would like to have Game Seven at home if I play play the defending champs in the second round. But yep, I opened up a dog in that series and Milwaukee's up there. How about that move? One place opened six eighty. Well, just not a move, but it just tells you the differences in books. But one place opened the uh, bucks six eighty. It's now one to twelve here. Mm-hmm. Which that's more in line with what it should be. Well, Jazz opened up Pickham at one well, spot. Another, yes. And you said that you noticed uh, 390? Saw 370. 370, okay. How about Curry? We don't know if Curry's playing in game one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the late game Saturday. That's absolutely wild. What's gonna, yeah. Who's coming back? Who can play? What's going to happen? Six years ago today, Kobe dropped 60 in his final game against the Jazz. Is that right? What it says. Six years ago today? Yeah. That was the same night the Warriors won their 73rd game. Yeah. And that was... They were going for the all-time head head. record, and Kobe was, Kobe was the game that you had to watch. And he, he was It was a rough season for him. And then somehow he, he was unbelievable in that game. I do remember Quinn Snyder coaching it like it was game seven of the finals. Yeah. Like, come on, come on let, it, let him play. Let it breathe. Right. All in timeouts left and right, but that was... Yeah. I can't believe Kobe had that in him and how he played. That was awesome. What a way to go that. out. Yes. Yeah, his player prop was in the low 20s, I think, that night. Oh. Come on, you knew that he's going to go out in style. 60. Yeah. I never would have expected that. Well, not 60, no. It was great uh, TV. The, the, the biggest story in sports that isn't the biggest story somehow, yep. uh, I'm fascinated by this stuff. I listened to a podcast on it yesterday. I read a couple of stories on it. Tom Brady, this was a done deal, folks. Brady did not retire from the Buccaneers on February 1st. That was him saying, I'm going to go to a different team that we just didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. It was Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. It was worked out where uh, it all coincided together. John Payton retired or quit on the Saints on January 25th. He never used the word retirement, and he actually said, I'll probably be back coaching at some point. Well, he it was a package deal. Brady never thanking New England. Correct. Uh-huh. So cause, Because he was going to go to Miami and play the Patriots twice every single year. But he was going to take and accept a front office job with the Miami Dolphins. Sean Payton was going to move from New Orleans to Miami to be the head coach. And on the same day that Tom Brady announced his retirement, on February 1st, three hours later, Brian Flores dropped this bombshell of a lawsuit on Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins. So it completely nixed everything. Like, this was going to happen. According to now several reports... And like I said earlier in the show today, where there's smoke, there's fire. Simply stunning. Right. And then the relationship with Arians, the problems there, coming in with a game plan Tuesday, Arians either not ready or scratching out stuff that he had done with Leftwich already. And uh, Tom didn't like that. Uh, also, going to play the Patriots twice a year. And then even was even a great job by Ben Volan, Boston Globe, was even ready to sit out for a year and then come back. If that's what it took right. to be with the Dolphins. And and they also were going to, the plan was, okay, <clears throat> Tampa's already made their move. They got the quarterback of the future or signed somebody. And then it was after like, you know, July or June, just say, okay, here's a third round pick. Here's your compensation. Right. And then he comes, okay, not no front office. He's going to play now. Oh, my God. So there was that, right? They were going to give compensation to the Buccaneers, like yeah. you said. 
And according to this report, the Dolphins and Saints actually had talks about Sean Payton, and the Dolphins were going to have to give the Saints some compensation for him to be the head coach as well. But evidently, that, like, that part of it was all worked out. And then, did Belichick do that on purpose? and Because he got wind of what was going on. The accidental text the, on purpose. Yes. Which is such a great bit in a, you know, from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes. Is it possible? The, uh, I, I love the, the idea. Long, congrats. Wrong Brian. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's Giants what I mean. Going to, okay. And that starts the lawsuit. People join in now and too. And the other thing. It there looks you go. Like, there are the texts. <laughs> it looks a little bit better for, for Ross that how do you get rid of Flores when you close winners of seven of eight? You don't have a lot of talent. You almost made the playoffs. Oh, it was going to be Brady and Peyton package deal. What does this do to the oh. AFC? Oh, like, are the Dolphins still capable of having the offseason they did? They've had a great offseason. Did they add all the guys they did? Did they add Tyreek Hill? Did they make that move? Would Brady actually be in the front office right now at the head of it? And would he say at some point, yeah, you know, in June, whatever, here's a couple of picks. I'm going to go back and play this year. I'll give you another one. How did that uh, malarkey interview on the podcast never come out till last week? That is my, uh, good for him to say that. about do you regret anything? He goes, yeah, I went through a sham of an interview when, when a Titans, when I, Whatever it was, where I was at, where I, yeah, Titan, when I paid him the head coach. They told me before the interviews, oh, I already yeah. had the job. That's right. How about that? Yeah. yeah. How did that stay quiet yeah. for so long? Yeah. And one other note, too, by the way, in the NFL, like Debo Samuel, this might be a little bit real yeah. in San Francisco. Where the 49er stuff down? For the first time, like people in that area are, are acknowledging, eh, they might have to explore something here with Debo. Oh, boy. That would be nuts. Jets. I can't, I mean, I was should be the biggest story in sports. Why is this not all, all over ESPN? Why? I don't get it. All right, good luck tonight. We'll see you. If you... If you... If you... If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.